Good evening, guys. How are we? Um, so I thought we should probably do a Sunday setup, shouldn't we? So first of all, welcome to my new office. We've had it painted. I've got my icon and I love up in the background. How cool. Um, it makes me very bright, though. But but we'll go with it. So Sunday setup. And I thought because we've got back to normal after Christmas and New Year, you've got back into the swing of things, you're back in the gym, you're back to being consistent. Why would we stop there? Maybe we should up the game a little bit. So this week we're going to talk about, we've set goals and we're going to talk about, that's fine because the goal might be in six weeks time, maybe high rocks for you. Um, it might be in eight weeks time, maybe 16 weeks time. And that's great, but that's quite a, a little bit away, isn't it? So how do you stay in the moment and how do you make sure you're taking every opportunity to get to that end result that you want to as quickly as possible? Because we don't necessarily want it to take longer. So Christmas and New Year, we were all kind of drinking a bit more, eating a bit more, and then it took a wee while. You never, it's not like the 3rd of January, everybody's back on it. You can see that in the gym. The first week wasn't that busy. And then second week, it's, it's busy now. So it takes a little bit of time to get back in the groove, get back to work, get used to going to bed earlier and getting up for work and that kind of thing. So now we've got that licked. Let's see if we can up the game a little bit. So how can we hit some epic goals? So you might hit your goal that you've aimed for at the beginning of January and then think, what's next? And this next bit can be applied to just about everything. So we've got the goal, but it might take us 12, 6, 18, however long, however many weeks to get there. And sometimes it's easy to go, nah, doesn't matter, does it? Because I've got 16 weeks. And I think you saw a lot of that with the people saying up for high rocks, or, oh, I've got 20 weeks, I've got 20 weeks, but I've only got six weeks. And you've, you've upped the intensity, you've, you've upped the game a lot. But what if we'd upped the game from the start? We would be a lot further on. We would be possibly at the goal we'd initially set and looking to set that goal a little bit higher. So we're going to look at standards. So you've got your goal and we know what we need to do to get there, but we don't always do it, do we? So what standards do you hold in your life? There'll be standards that you have that are absolutely non-negotiable. You do them every week, whether you want to or not. So think about things like going to work. We all go to work. You don't always want to go to work, but you go. You're sometimes tired. You still go to work. Does that standard still apply in your training? If you're tired and you don't want to go, do you apply the same standards that you give yourself for going to work? Probably not. And going to work, we've spoken about this before, but going to work, you go to work and you don't get paid straight away. You don't get paid as soon as you go to work. You have to keep going to work, keep going to work, keep going to work, keep going to work, and then at the end of the month, you'll get your pay. So for 28 days or 31 days, you get nothing for going to work. And training's the same. You'll get huge gains by doing one workout, but if you keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, you'll get to that goal, you'll get the outcome that you're looking for. Whatever is the reason you turn up for training, whether it's to feel good, whether it's to lose fat, build muscle, whatever it is, you don't get it by going once. And you certainly don't get your paycheck from going to work once, do you? You have to keep going. And I'm going to guess you're more likely to cancel a training session than four and six to work. So how can you apply the same standards to that you have for yourself for turning up for work that you can for turning up for training? Now, the consequences, you could say, are a lot bigger. You get the sack, you can't pay your mortgage, etc. The consequences of not training can be bigger. Think about your long-term health. Um, I was listening to a podcast about skeletal health and skeletal muscle and how after 35 women lose an, on average between 2 and 5% muscle mass each year. And the end result of that is a very frail, um, non-mobile, older woman who can't get up and down the stairs, who can't lift their own shopping, 
who can't sit on the toilet, who can't get up after they fall down. So think about that long-term payout, which is, which is a bigger risk there. Think about the standards you apply for your kids doing their homework. Do you apply the same standards to your nutrition? And I use this example because I hate it and it's what I have to do next, um, is doing the ironing. I have standards around doing the ironing. I mean, they're probably not as high as a lot of people. I don't iron my bed sheets or anything like that, but I don't go out and crease clothes. My kids don't go to school with crease clothes on. So there's a standard there I have that the ironing has to get done. I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. Some people say, well, I love when all the ironing's done. I don't even get that buzz out of it. But there is a standard there. Do you have the same standard around your steps? And all these are interchangeable, obviously, with training, nutrition and steps. But do you have those same standards? Maybe you don't want to go for a walk. Maybe it's raining. It's pouring rain just now. Maybe it's raining. Do you still have the same standards? So think about where you let yourself down in terms of standards. Now, I am going to hazard a guess that when you let your standards slip, it's not around going to work. It's not around the kids doing their homework. It's not about doing the ironing or the housework. I'm going to guess that your standards slip around your self-care. It'll be anything to do with you. So as women, we look after everyone else. We look after the house. We make sure the kids' shirts are ironed. And we make sure that um, the dog's been walked. We make sure everything's been done. But we neglect the things that need done for ourselves. So think about it that way. Where are the standards? I guarantee you it's going to be around yourself, your health, your well-being, your happiness. They will all come as a second thing. And there's something that you can go, nah, it doesn't matter. Do you know what? It bloody does matter. It does matter. I was having a conversation with uh, someone asking me why I did what I did. And that actually pushed me quite hard and I couldn't give a proper answer. I was a bit like a teenager going, I don't know. But they were saying, like, why does it matter to you what if people feel good? And I just don't think it's okay that us women walk about feeling like shit, tired, exhausted, doing stuff for everybody else all the time. And we just accept that as that's what life is. That, that's what we've been handed and that's what we're done with. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So if it is your self-care, and that can be getting yourself out for a walk. It can be making yourself a nutritious meal. It can be taking an hour to go to the gym. It can be going to your bed early one night. For me, sometimes it's jumping in bed in the afternoon and watching a um, serial killer documentary. Love it. Very relaxing. So instead of your goals for the next seven days, because we've all got our big goal, but instead of a goal for the, just for the next seven days, we're not getting rid of the goals. The goals are still there. But instead of goals for the next seven days, let's have a look at our standards and how we can increase those standards, how we, how we can up the game in terms of what we find is acceptable. And the more you do this, the more you'll do it. So the more you take care of yourself, the more you'll take care of yourself. The more you don't take care of yourself, the more you won't take care of yourself. So around the next seven days, let's get these standards up. So I want you to have a think about your, your five areas. So your training, your nutrition, your sleep, your steps, and your hydration. Where do you let standards slip? So for me, it's not directly sleep, but one thing that springs to mind for me is definitely around my phone. I have let that standard slip. It was really, really good. And then as we've launched a 12-week challenge and there's a lot more messages coming through for the gym, the gym's really busy. I have then, early, not straight away out of bed, I have to say, but earlier than I would normally have quickly checked how busy is the gym? Do I need to go in and help Jen? Um, who's replied on the Facebook group? What message do I have coming in? So that is something that's slipped. So that affects my sleep. If I'm sitting on my phone in my bed, that affects my sleep. So that, for me, this week, I hold myself accountable here. 
um, time on my phone has to go. It absolutely has to go. I need to do what I need to do on my phone, but I certainly don't need to be sitting on it at half nine at night lying in bed where I should be going to sleep. So where for you are the standards that you need to raise? So I think I could probably tell you for most of you from the accountability posts. So, you know, you're like tick, 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 all cross. And next day, same thing. Same thing as the cross of the thing that you didn't get out of the four. So where is it that your standards are low that you let yourself off the hook? So I always talk about cancel crew at the gym. Where do you just go, ah, oh, it's four o'clock on a Friday night. I can't really be arsed going to the gym. It's 45 minutes. Get yourself to the gym. <laughs> um, but where do you let yourself off the hook? And that if you didn't let yourself off the hook, you would be able to get much more results. You would feel better. You would be healthier and you would be happier for a small kind of sacrifice and raising those standards up. So ways to stick to your standards because it is difficult. It's really difficult. We're all busy. We're all tired. It's dark and that definitely has an impact on um, energy levels. But three wee tips just to help you stick to your standards. So as you go through the day, your willpower is going to plummet. It's going to go downhill. So in the morning, and we've all seen this, I'm going to go to the gym tonight and then I'm going to go for a walk and I'm going to prep all my food and it gets to night time and you don't do it. So willpower and motivation will dip as the day goes through. So what of the things could you do first thing in the morning when you take advantage of that willpower and motivation and energy being high first thing in the day? What's the difficult thing that you struggle with that you could put in there? So if it's steps, could you get out for a walk in the morning? If it's training, can you train in the morning? For me, I know it's highly unlikely I will train at night. If I tell myself the story that I'll train tonight, that's bullshit. I am not training tonight. I am not an evening trainer. So I have my most energy, um, motivation, willpower, grit in the morning. So I will train then. Um, I get the majority of my water in in the morning. And my breakfast and lunch are the healthiest meals that I have. Tea's normally healthy, but sometimes, uh, Friday night, um, somebody had eaten the preps tea but we won't talk about that James um, I ended up with a sausage sandwich so no it wasn't ideal but, but the majority of the time I was tired, I'd been in the gym um, all morning, at night picking cord up and dancing, got back realised my food had been eaten and I was like oh. and there was three sausages sitting on the fridge so I had that on a sandwich so yeah, where could you make sure that those standards are upheld earlier in the day when you've got the most energy now you might be one of these <clears throat> excuse me, one of these weird people that have loads of energy at night. In that case, that's when you do the thing. But where in the day do you have that capacity to do that? If you've run the kids about all morning, rushed yourself to work, been working all day, picked the kids up, taken them to various classes, and then it's time for you to go to the gym. For me, that wouldn't happen. And then remind yourself of the long-term goal. Why is it important? We're going to dig a wee bit deeper into that. But why is it important? Why is it important that you raise your standards? Why bother? Have a think about what that reason is. And what does upholding these standards long-term mean? So if you could, this week, increase your standards around nutrition, and that's what you did from going forward, that was your new standard, and you wouldn't accept anything under that, what would that mean long-term for you, and your progress, your health, your happiness, your longevity? What would that mean? And when you answer these questions and you really think about it, then you can't really not uphold these standards, can they? Because it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to eat crap and feel crap um, and not have your fat loss goal or not be able to perform as well as you want to. It doesn't make any sense, does it? 
So have a think. And when in the day is the time when you're most likely to do the thing that you need to do, maybe if willpower and motivation aren't there. So what's your why? We'll dig into this now. We've done this numerous times before, but I don't think you can repeat this enough. What's your why? Your why is a real reason that you're looking for change. So a lot of people say, I need to lose four stone. And they'll say, I need to lose four stone. I don't want to, I need to. Um, but why? Why? Why is it important? I mean, you could stay as you are. Why are you looking for change? It's very rarely a scale weight or a dress size. Very, very rarely. There's a much deeper reason. We have had examples of people who want to be able to play with their grandkids. Jeanette put in the group about her being at soft play with her grandkids and she couldn't have done that before. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. There is a really, really strong reason to keep these standards high. We've had other people who have just joined and the reason is that they want to be able to get up and down off the floor and play with their wee one. That they want to feel happy in the skin that they're in. They want to be able to go on a night out and feel good. That's nothing to do with what you weigh or your dress size. That is a feeling. The goal's a feeling, isn't it? We always say that. Your personal standard, that, that is the reason that you will be able to uphold your personal standards. So, for example, if we use the going to work thing, your why is you've bought a house, you've got a car payment to make, you need to put food on the table, you've maybe got a child who's got a very expensive hobby. You, you've got that motivation to go to work and that's where your standards come from. So if you can have that kind of why, that reason as to why it's more important, more important than losing two pounds this week, then that's really going to help you maintain your standards this week. And we do the forward forecasting of imagining you're doing your check-in and you put your check-in at the end of the week and you stuck to the new standard that you set yourself. How amazing does that feel? How amazing does that feel? The thing that you're not that good at will be the thing that you aren't that asked about. So for example, nutrition with me, I don't enjoy cooking. I don't enjoy cooking. James went to do a little uh, food prep today and they remembered he had a uh, coaching gig up in St Andrews. So he's the way out, I'm like, damn it. Um, I don't enjoy cooking. So the nutrition side and food prep for me is, is, is a big thing. But embrace that and go, right, okay, that I don't enjoy it, I'm not good at it. But the benefit of doing it is huge. The next few weeks are crazy busy in the Livingston household. So it's crazier than normal. So it's really important that we've got food there and we're not getting to five o'clock and James is walking in the door going, what's for tea? And I'm like, oh God, I've no idea. We can't be in that position because we'll end up at McDonald's. So what is it that, what is the real reason the really important that this is not an option. Not being able to play with my kids is not an option. Not being able to get up off the ground is not an option. Being miserable in my skin is not an option. And how do you raise your standards to make sure that you maintain that? But also that think of all the other benefits, your longevity, your health, your happiness, all these things. And it's the why is going to get you to do the thing that you don't want to do. And we all have time. I love my, I absolutely love my job. But there are some days where I want to smack my head off the wall before I go in. <laughs> we all have them, don't we? But I turn up because my motivation is to coach you guys. That's my why. The, the whole question about, so the question, well, I, I like to coach women to feel happy and healthy. And they said, well, why does it matter? Why do you care about some stranger on the internet feeling happier and healthy? And I was like, I don't know, but I really care about it. It's really important to me that people feel good. And that's my motivation. So even when I don't feel like it, I do it. For me, being um, healthy in my body, I've watched both, well, my dad passed away from heart problems. I've watched my mum with some lung problems. That's, I don't want that for me. 
So me training really hard, that's some of my motivation there. So thinking even longer term than like your 12-week challenge or your um, 20-week goal or whatever it is, think even further than that. But fast forward 20 years and think about that deep, deep-rooted reason why you want to be better. So in the comments underneath this, I want you to put me what, put me, tell me what standards you're going to increase this week and also how you're going to do it. So for my phone, I've set myself little times that I go onto Facebook. So I'll not be on it before half seven in the morning, which I'm going to stick to this week because it's getting into a habit. Um, I quickly check the messages and then I can clear them because I've got a busy day. They can wait. They can wait. Nobody's reading them at five in the morning. <laughs> Nobody's reading my reply then. Um, and then how are you going to do it? How are you going to make sure? So again, little pockets. So I've got like times in my diary where I will go on and check messages. So if I go every two hours rather than every five minutes, everything still gets into it. So an appropriate amount of time to reply. So tell me what standards you're going to raise and how you're going to do it. And pop that in the comments underneath. I want as many of you to comment as possible because this is super important. And it's going to supercharge your goals. You're going to go flying towards your goals much, much quicker. And the, a bigger bonus is you're going to feel bloody proud of yourself at the end of the week. So nothing changes if nothing changes. I should have got that on the wall as well, shouldn't I? Nothing changes if nothing changes. How are you going to make sure that the change you're after happens? It's not going to happen by you doing the same, same thing week in, week out, unless you've got 100% nail. And you absolutely can and you absolutely will. All right. If you have any questions, pop them in the comments underneath. But if you did raise one or two of your standards this week, what difference would it make? Have a think at the end of the week. If you raised your standards around the areas, you can see the needs increased. What difference would it make? What difference would it make to your results, to how you feel, to how you look, to how you behave? Have a good think about that. All right, we go into the last week of January um, already. Bonkers, isn't it? Last week of January. So let's go in with high, high standards and we're going to hit February fly and we're going to practice um, getting these standards up this week. And then you'll be able to find little pockets where you can make them better and better week on week. All right, have a fab Sunday night and I will catch you all either in the gym or in the Facebook group. All right, speak to you soon.